It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Washington Wizards lose once again first three game losing streak of the season 116 110 pacers way the wizards offensively they put up 110 points you would think that's a good thing but they couldn't stop a nosebleed once again pacers dominated in the paint and they shot over 50 percent. what are you going to do guys so let's get into it You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? It is your boy D and Ed back at you guys again with another Locked On Wizards podcast. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is a new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. So it 110 points after yesterday's 90-point performance. You look at the, the stats, 53% from the field, 47% from three, only 12 turnovers. You're like, oh, my goodness, the Wizards did something on, D, on offense. Then you look at the Pacer stats, 52% from the field, 39% from three. Sabonis, 30 points, 11 for 15 from the field. He only missed four shots. He didn't make a three. He only shot one three. Eight for eight from the free throw line. Just and ones, etc. I mean, what's your, what's, your, what's your main takeaways? What's your takeaways? Um, Just a rough patch for the Wizards. I mean, we started off 10 and three. Now we're 14 and 11. So we're four and eight in our last 12 games. It's, it's, been, it's, been, ter- it's been rough to watch. It's been hard to watch. Um, you know, I wasn't here for the Cavaliers game. That was terrible. Friday night, Ludacris comes into town. We get blown up by almost 40 on our home court. Um, and then we get blown out by the Raptors, you know, and we're getting blown out from the start. It's not like it's close in the beginning. It's like from the jump that teams are getting us out the way early, uh, going to buy 10 points, 15 points from the start. Um, points in the paint are terrible. We're just allowing a lot of points in the paint. We can't guard a pick and roll. Darius Garland and Jared Allen. 
Siakam and Van Vliet, Van Vliet and Precious tonight, uh, Sabonis and uh, Malcolm Brogdon or, or Brad Wanamaker or whoever, Chris Duarte, whoever was doing a pick and roll with Sabonis. It worked every single time. It was uh, Sabonis was 11 for 15. If he didn't shoot a three, he probably would have had a higher percentage. There was no point in him shooting a three. He should have just kept going to the paint every single time. Um, Ten boards for him. I felt like he kept getting offensive rebounds and putbacks and ones. Uh, we, we just can't stop the paint. Our calling card was defense, and we're not doing that any, anymore. Um, a lot of people were asking, you know, are we frauds? Is, is the way we're playing sustainable? Um, and I'm not going to panic right now. I'm not going to hit the panic button or overreact or anything like that, but we're not playing good basketball. And tonight I was – unfortunately, I was excited because, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie was not playing. I wanted to see how Bradley Bill would play without him because whenever one of the two don't play – that's when we played better. So I was like, okay, the Wizards are going to come up with some more energy. Then when he's not playing, Bradley Bill is going to be on attack mode, which Bradley Bill was more of an attack mode. Had 34 points, 12 for 19 from the field, 39 minutes, um, one for three from the three-point line. I don't know what in the world happened to his three-point shot. It's just it's just non-existent this year. He, he just doesn't have it from the three. Um, Gaffer got in foul, foul trouble early. Um, he scored well, 14.7 for eight, but man, we, we just can't get stops when we need them. The offense, I don't know if it's too complicated or what, but it's just not working out. Davies Bertans, uh, he has an injury, is GI, so uh, I don't know how to pronounce the word, but he, I don't know when he's going to be coming back, but we just got some problems, man. Some rotations, we might have to switch up the starting lineup. I don't know. Denny needs more minutes, in my opinion, because when he took the ball of court, he scored a layup, then he took the ball of another time, he made a nice pass to Kuzma. Mm-hmm. Uh, for an easy layup, and, and uh, West Unsell Jr. takes him out. And I was kind of confused with that. When he took him out, that's when the Pacers went on another run because I, I want to say we cut it to like 10 or something like that. But, um, yeah, there's just a disconnect right now. I'm, I'm just recapping the last three games on the weekend as well, kind of bunching those into this into mm-hmm. this recap too. Just looking at it, I don't know what's going on with Dinwiddie and Bill. I don't know if the chemistry is just not there. But it's not working out. Dinwiddie plays so much better when Brad doesn't play, and Dinwiddie has not been aggressive at all. He he doesn't. He looks like he's allergic to getting into the paint. Um, so there's there's some problems, man. And and, Ru, and you said in, in the last video, Rudy and Rui, <laughs> Rui and Thomas Bryant, they're gonna help. But the problems that I'm seeing defensively and offensively, we just can't hit open shots either. We can't shoot threes. Uh, we were better tonight, but still. Um, I don't know if those two guys are just going to come in and fix everything. They will make us better for sure, but we, we we got some problems, man. We got we got some problems with this with this team right now. We're not we're not playing good ball. KCP has been dribbling a little too much. Kuzma's the only one really showing consistent energy. To be honest, he's the one trying to push the pace and, and do something different out there and hustle. So I, I like what I saw from him. To be honest, Aaron Holiday he tried, but he turned the ball over a little too much tonight. But you know, I, I'll let you go. It's been rough, but like I said, I'm not going to overreact. It's a long season. And they have time to fix these things. Um, well, you know, that's why that's why we're great co-hosts and hosts, Ed, because you're the calm <laughs> one. You know, you're the, the logical, the patient one. <laughs> Me personally, I'm just tired of seeing this current product that they've shown us, especially in these last three games. I said it before we started. They've been regressing defensively, starting with that West Coast trip they went on. You look at the Pelicans game in New Orleans. I mean, not the West Coast trip, but the road trip they went on. You look at the New Orleans Pelicans game, got dominated. You look at the Spurs game, they got dominated in the paint. You look at the first half of the Thunder game, dominated. The first half of the Mavericks game, dominated. I mean, defensively, they were terrible. They were terrible in the full game of the Spurs, in the full games of the Pelicans, in the first half of the Thunder and Mavericks game. And then 
They got dominated in the paint, and they couldn't stop a nosebleed against the Raptors yesterday, and they couldn't stop a nosebleed in the paint against the Pacers today. It's an issue. It's a lot of penetration going on. The bigs got to help, leaving guys wide open, leaving other bigs wide open, et cetera, getting, giving up and ones. I mean, it's just Daniel Gafford with the early fouls. That's tough. That's always tough because he's so important to the interior defense because Trez, I mean, which we both like, who we both like. I mean, defensively, though, you know, the issues, you know, the paint presence drops, you know, when he's in there and DG's not in there. You know, we've seen that. It's just like the offense today, once again, Bradley Bill had a pretty good game. Of course, it came without Dinwiddie. I don't know what's going on with those guys. Um, I don't know. And it's weird because Brad and Dinwiddie wanted to play with each other. So you would think that they, you know, have better, will have better chemistry because they actually wanted to play with each other, which means they felt like their games could coexist. But it's looked rough so far. And they look better without each other. So, and I think Brad in the offense putting up 110 points after putting up just 90 points yesterday, it kind of attests to that. But that has nothing to do with the defense, you know. And the defense is just a huge problem. And like I, I tweeted this, Thomas Bryant and Rui Hachimura. Rui Hachimura hasn't played since June, which is a while ago. Thomas Bryant hasn't played since January. That's almost a year ago. It's going to take a while for these guys to get acclimated into playing full five-on-five professional basketball against opposition again and not the go-go and not the practice squad, practice team, and practice. You know, it's going to take a while for these guys to start really clicking again offensively. So they'll help, especially offensively, they'll help. But let's temper expectation on these guys coming back and just, you know, the offense just being boosted. We're not talking about LeBron James or Kevin Durant here, you know, coming to save the day. But defensively, they got to figure it out, man. Um, they got to improve on the defense. The defense is regressing and the Wizards offense can't keep up with teams playing, putting up 116 points, et cetera, in regulation. They don't have the offense currently to compete with that right now. So they, they got to do better defensively, man. It is bad. It is bad defensively. Like I said, offensively was a little bit better, but still, there's still some things you want to see. And I, and I'll get to some points, um, in our next topic, about guys doing a little too much. Maybe Wes's offense is a little more complicated. But before we get into that, I do have a message from our friends over at Truebill. From for, from forgotten free trials to automatic renewals, when big companies keep charging you, Truebill is your secret weapon to save you money on subscriptions you don't need. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and helps save them over $100 million. Like Matthew says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my DirecTV bill save $120 for the year on my Cyrus XM bill, and saves $840 a year on car insurance. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. And we also have a message from my friends over at Theragun. 
Don't let the stress of a daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me, just trying to make it through the day, tension-free, Theragun can help. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for Theragun for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. And the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional apps, means professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, hundreds of af- hundreds of thousands of customers, and me. Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to therabody.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash locked on. Therabody.com slash locked on. So, it, I mean, before we get to you, I I spoke about, before we started recording, I spoke about Wes's offense being a little difficult. You know, soon we're going to be heading into 30 games in the season, etc. And it's not looking like the Wizards are grasping his offense any better than before. We're still seeing a lot of the same issues, turnovers, etc., I mean, you've seen some of the turnovers today, which is bad. But, you know, we were both saying that maybe the offense is just too complicated. You know, I see guys like Caldwell Pope handling the ball a lot. And that's just not a role that he's accustomed to. He was in L.A., he was a spot-up shooter. And that's what he's really good at. He's doing a lot of ball handling, a lot of dribbling in this offense. Bradley Bill. I, like in today, his role today, he was trying to score. He got to the free throw line 10 times. I mean, shot 10 free throws, 34 points, 12 for 19. Efficient. Only four assists, though. Previous games, he has seven assists, six assists, etc., which is good. You know that you want to get your teammates involved. But Bradley Bill's a scorer, which he's been struggling at. But maybe that's because he's trying to score while also trying to move the ball and facilitate. Maybe he just needs to focus on scoring. Maybe KCP needs to just focus on spot-up shooting. Maybe Spencer Dinwiddie needs to focus more on getting buckets as well and not trying to be like this Chris Paul light. I want to get my guys involved. Other guys got to get their shots too, etc. Maybe the roles need to be simplified. Maybe the offense needs to be simplified. It's calculus right now, it seems like, when it should be basic math. I mean, roles should be reduced, in my opinion. It's a couple guys in roles that they don't need to be in, and the role should be simplified. Let's get back to the basics here. Yeah, I mean, Wes is a smart guy. He went to Johns Hopkins, so we know he's mm-hmm. a smart guy. But, yeah, it could be calculus. They do need to simplify. Whatever is going on is just not working. Um, Dinwiddie, I don't know if it's the knee injury, but he was he looked a lot confident against the Pacers. Once again, that's a game that Bradley Bill didn't play. In the first 10 games, he looked like a whole different person. I don't know what's going on with Spencer Dinwiddie right now. I don't know if he's trying to prove a point. Um, by just passing the ball and just saying that the other guys are doing too much that they need to relax. Um, but yeah, the, the Cavs game was terrible. He didn't. He didn't. I don't even think he shot a point in the paint. Um, the Raptors game, uh, he did play. He was a little bit more aggressive, but still not enough. This is, you know, 
Tommy Shepard made a huge trade to get Spencer Dinwiddie here. It was like a five-team, six-team trade to get him here. We, you know, we paid him three three years, $62 million to be the guy that we saw in Brooklyn, 20.7 assists. He was getting downhill, creating, you know, fighting through con- finishing through contact, getting to the free throw line a lot. That's the thing that Spencer Dinwiddie does. He's not a three-point shooter. That's not his calling card. And now all he does is just wait until the fourth quarter to be aggressive, and then he just wants to shoot threes. Um, KCP tonight, we had it. It was a fourth quarter. We cut it to 10. We had a chance to cut it to single digits, and we actually were going on a run. And guess what? Uh, KCP had a double dribble on a three-point line. That killed us. Sometimes he does uh, dribble the ball a little too much. Kuz can too, but I'm, start- I'm starting to like Kuzma being more aggressive. I'm starting to like him not just settle for a three because sometimes nobody else wants to be aggressive and, and get to the paint. Everybody just wants to settle for threes or one pass and just go. Um, so some, something's going to happen. Maybe some more pick and rolls with Gaff. Um just trying to push the pace, do something different. We got to mix it up. Um, like I said earlier, Bertons, he had, he has a stomach virus. That's why he didn't come back in. We'll see if he plays on Wednesday night against the Pistons. The Pistons will be a gut check game. You know, we're going to, we're going to probably preview that game tomorrow, but if we go out there lazy and lackadaisical against the Pistons, I know everybody's going to say the Pistons are terrible because of their record and because they're young, but if we keep playing the way we play, we're going to be in the same boat as the Detroit Pistons. We're going to have, we could have a similar record like them. if We keep playing the same way we plan. They were playing, playing. It just looks like guys are not engaged. Guys are not locked in. Looks like we just hit a wall right now. We hit a wall. And the chemistry right now is just not working. I do want to see. He might have to switch the lineup. I don't know. I do want to see Denny get some more playing time. Um, Kispert came in and provided some. He made a three. He cut to the basket missed a layup. So I do want to see him get a little bit more playing time as well. Um, but yeah, we're we're just not defending. We're not rebounding the ball. That's how we won games earlier. Trez's energy, rebounding the ball and playing defense. But it's not going to work every game. You do have to be able to score the ball in today's league. You're going to have to score points. You're not going to win every game uh, under a hundred points. It's just not going to happen. So uh, Bradley Bill is a capable scorer, but he's been inconsistent this year too. He has definitely not lived up to uh, the Bradley Bill that we know at all. Like not even near it. Not even close to it. To be honest with you. Um, so these guys got to wake up, you know, Wes, he's going to have to make some changes and, um, you know, defensively, we're, we're just going to have to lock in. I don't know. Yeah. We're just not playing the basketball that we did when we were 10 and three, like not even close right now. Yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, you can look at Montrez. He's kind of came back down to earth a little bit cause he was going crazy when the season started. Like he was going really crazy and that helped mask a lot of, you know, issues that were going on earlier. Spencer Dinwiddie was starting off strong. He started off strong, you know. But I think a, a little return to earth for guys like Montrez and then your top three players. Brad has struggled when the whole team's, you know, except for Ruin TB, when the full team's healthy and Brad and Dinwiddie are playing together, Your two of your top three have struggled playing together. That's never good. When your top three highest paid guys on the team are all struggling, your team's going to struggle. Davies Bertans, we don't even got to speak about his struggles. I mean, (laughs) one of the highest paid guys on the team. Spencer Dinwiddie, we've all been complaining about his play lately. One of the highest paid players on the team. Bradley Bill, we've all complained about how he's playing lately. I mean, he had a good game today, once again, without Spencer, but... We've complained. He's one of the highest player paid players on this team as well. And we need them three to perform well if the team wants to do well. They're the highest paid players, so they're expected to be 
the best players on the team. One of the best players, as far as Bertans plays, one of the best players on the team. Then when he came in looking for him to be that second option, he hasn't been. Um, I mean, they, they, they got a lot to work out offensively, defensively now. At first, they were elite defensively to start the season. Now they're regressing back to, you know, being average. Being average defensively and being below average offensively. That's a below that's a below 500, you know, game plan right there. Below mm. average on offense, average on defense. Seems like a below 500 game plan personally to me. It it does. It does. And Trez Trez was playing at the MVP level and he has cooled off. You do you do see some of the defensive deficiencies that mm. I brought this up a couple uh game probably against the Spurs when you saw some of the flaws uh, when he's with the Lakers and the Clippers, why you know he didn't get some playing time towards the end. But he's been he's been the best player on the team at times. But um, yeah, we we definitely are not getting the twenty and ten trades that we got earlier. But you know, before you know, we'll, we'll get to the player of the game and X factor of the game. But before we get to that, this episode is brought to you by Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to the latest episodes and keep up with your favorite players and teams. Power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can share all the insights. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that edge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, Boost Mobile. Free phone, limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offer coverage is not available everywhere or for all phones slash networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You you need indeed all right so yeah before we head out who was your player of the game and who was your x factor uh, player of the game i gotta go with sabonis i mean he dominated he ate he was i mean he was killing the wizards as uh, simple as that killing the wizards x factor i would say Brissett off the bench i mean he was he was killing him from three he was three for three from the um three point line four for six from the field 12 points and he was on the board eight rebounds he was a big factor in the Wizards getting, you know, crushed too. So those two guys right there for the Pacers for sure. Yeah, we'll go with Sabonis. Um, I like Miles Turner only had five points. Like he barely did anything. He killed us the first game we played and we had 40 points. Um, just looking at that back then, the energy of the team is just different compared to that game. It's like night and day, uh, just energy and effort wise, I feel like. Um my X Factor is the guy that I like. I like Chris Duarte a lot, man. I loved him in the draft. I really wish we could have got him, but he went right before us or two picks before us. And um, he had like back to back steals where he had easy fast breaks. Um, it was ridiculous. Now, some of the refs, the, the refs aren't the reason why we lost, but they did miss a hook on uh, Daniel Gafford. I feel like there was a couple calls that were pretty debatable and we tried to challenge it, but they, they said we couldn't. Thought that was a little weird. Um, 
but it is what it is on that. But yeah, those, those, that's the player that came X Factor for me tonight. Yeah, and guys, once again, we need the Wizards to just play better, man. We we need them to play better. We need the energy to be better, defense to be better, offense to be better, chemistry to be better. That's a lot of asking right there. But I mean, if they want to keep being competitive, and we've all seen the schedule for December, it's tough. It's a gauntlet. You know, it's a gauntlet. They they got a lot of good teams coming up. I spoke about it on the last episode. Take a quick look right here. I mean, you look at it. After the Pistons, you got Jazz, Nuggets, Kings, who's going to be a tough out, Suns, Jazz, Nets, Knicks, who's going to be a tough out, in New York, <laughs> 76ers, Heat, Cavs, again, Bulls, Hornets. I mean, that's a gauntlet right there. All those teams I just named are tough. Like, those are going to be really difficult games. And Nuggets, Kings, Suns, Jazz, Nets, Knicks, all away games. All away games. So, Wizards better tighten up quick. That's all I got to say. Um, but, guys, once again, I want to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. Now, for your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Well, guys... Maybe one day we'll be able to end it off with a dub again. <laughs> yeah, three straight losses. This is the first time this year. We don't want to have this happen again, but you, we'll get a dub soon. We just got to take care of business against the Pistons. Like I said, I'm not going to be doom and gloom and panic. I know a lot of people are, but we'll, we'll, we'll end it here and pick up tomorrow. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you guys subscribe and hit the notification bell. Have a good night. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.